Welcome to Ghostly. I'm your host, Pat. And I'm Rebecca. So we are breaking the mold of Ghostly today. We usually put out episodes every other week. Well, this time we're putting one out on a weekly basis, and we're going to be doing that all throughout October when we're talking about haunted castles. Yeah, it's spooky season, guys. Let's get into it. It is. So this is a bonus episode. This we're we're going to be playing some interviews that we did while we were at the Roth House. Yeah, it's the part two that we promised. Absolutely. Now, um, there have been people, um, by people I mean one person, that said that I never go out to these spooky places, that I'm afraid to go out to these spooky places. Oh, they called you out? They did. They did. They called me out. But they can't say it anymore because <laughs> I went to the Roth house. Yeah. We we went uh, uh, this past weekend for the whole day. Uh, we were outside. It was beautiful. And we had a lot of people come and take tours of the Roth yes, house yes. and investigate. Yeah. A lot of locals were there. I was actually really surprised. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people were familiar with the story. Others were were not. Uh, there were a lot of vendors there. Yeah. Uh, selling spooky stuff. What kind of spooky stuff? Okay. So there were Ouija boards. I know. I wanted to get one so Yeah. Bad. They were really cute. They were like little and like Aww. made out of like, like stone Ooh. and gems and stuff. It was really cool. Um, there was a candle. There was one with candles. She, like uh, she would custom make candles for you. Um, I, you know, I had one. I got some um, kind of some tchotchkes for some friends of mine. I bought. Uh, there was also a photographer there. I got. I don't know. I get suckered in by the shopping, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I bought some uh, some photos. Uh, uh, wait, there was the photographer's name was Thor. Well, no, that was not the photographer that I purchased oh, okay. from. Um, but there was a photographer named Thor. There was there. a photographer named Thor there photographing the event. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. That, that's like a perfect event. It was Photographer it was named cool. Thor. Wait, but I'm saving the best for last. There okay. was also a vendor that made doll clothes. Oh, my God. And had dolls. So and for Bob's dolls? I, so, Bob, if your dolls are in need of some new outfits, yeah. uh, we've got uh, someone for you. Like a little refresher outfit. You yeah, exactly. Know? I'm sure it wouldn't bother them at all Yeah, to have their clothes changed. No, not at all. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, the spooky dolls need nice clothes, too, exactly. right? Exactly. Just like ev- everybody needs nice new clothes. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we did um we we talked to a lot of people. I would like to say before I forget that Rebecca does uh in her interview that I did with her, she did say that the mother's name was Lillian. Ooh, yes, I There I, is no Lillian. No, there's Rebecca. no Lillian. I messed that up. You remember what the name is? No. Deborah. Deborah. That's yeah. it. Deborah was the mother's name. Okay. So when Rebecca says Lillian, she means Deborah. Yes. And I say Watsika wrong a few times <laughs> yes. in this thing. So just so you know, um, you know, just so we, we were don't... on the fly. There was no retakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we we went out there. We set up a table. We set up our equipment. We had a PA system going. We uh, did interviews with a lot of people. We were right next to the Ghostbusters of Springfield. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shout out to them. Uh, Ian, I hope you're feeling better. Ian uh, did not show up to the event. He is one of the Ghostbusters of Springfield because his family got COVID. 
Yeah, he they were not feeling well, or so wasn't so, able to make it. So he sent Steve, Ghostbuster Steve, with him, and I had a chance to talk to Steve the whole entire day. It was great. Um, they the car that they had the the Ecto One X uh, was amazing, right? Yeah, all the kids loved it. So yeah. it's, and he would it play good. the Ghostbuster theme. I must have heard that like two hundred times during during this event. Um, but you know what? I didn't get tired of it. I was it. just going to say, unfortunately, I think we're from the generation where that song, it's just comfort food. Uh, I can just hear it all day. It's not a problem. I sang along in the morning, sang along in the afternoon, sang along in the evening. <laughs> it's not a problem. Yeah. So in this episode, you're going to hear interviews with uh, some people that went into the house. You're also going to hear an interview with Jack. Jack Chavez, yeah, uh, one of our favorites, um, and he might be coming up in a future episode. Yeah, we're super excited about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that I can't release the details of yet. Not yet. Uh, and also, we got to sit down with Neil from Graveside Paranormal and talk about this special event that he that he put out, and he challenged me to some things. And you're also going to hear a spooky story that I had from um, Bachelor's Grove. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, But what Pat isn't mentioning yet is that of all of the stories that you're going to hear in this episode, and there are a number of them, and they're great, of things that people heard, saw, experienced. But the one who experienced one of the biggest was Pat himself. (laughs) And I mean, Neil came running to tell me about uh, the fact that you experienced something. So, uh, so. Stay tuned, listen to this episode, and find out if Pat has become a believer. Well, I will say when Neil invited us out, he told me, Pat, I am going to make you a believer. Yeah. So you need to listen to the episode to find out if I'm now a believer. Yeah. If I'm now hashtag team believer. Hashtag team believer. And that would really make this podcast weird if I was, right? It would. So I don't know what's going to happen. Everybody got to keep <laughs> Maybe listening. Maybe it's just two believers talk about ghosts. It could be. <laughs> All right. So this is our interviews with people. It is a longer episode. Pardon the audio quality because uh, this is taken outdoors. Yeah. So it's exciting. I, I think it sounds pretty good for the most part. There's a couple echoes and things, and um, but I, I think it sounds pretty good. So um, we will put out another episode next week. See you then. Pets, facts from a skeptic point of view. Pets, facts keep presenting all to you. Pets. Hey everyone, so I'm going to give you guys some pet facts, which is uh, just our like way of doing history. We call them pet facts because uh, I do the history. Yeah, I mean, they're not like your facts. You're just sharing No, the they facts. Are not, they're not my facts. They are facts. They period. are facts. Yeah. That's true. So uh, the Roth House was built in the 1860s. Um, it's it, been around a long time. It has been around a long time and it, it's really a nice looking place. It, I can't believe how much work has been done on this place. So doctors could find nothing physically wrong with Mary Roth. Mary Roth either died at her home or in the asylum. Nobody knows really for sure. The Chicago Tribune says that she died at home and the asylum said that she died at the asylum. 
Yeah, it is interesting that we don't have that information. Yeah, but it was back in the day, right? Yeah, that's true. So, That'd be before nineteen or before eighteen sixty. So I guess that was a while ago, right? Mary Lorancy Venom seemed to have the same condition as Mary Roth. She had this epileptic attacks that she was having, and um, so you know the Venom family tried to find a doctor for her, but of course, this is in the eighteen like eighties, I think at yeah. that time. So, of course, they weren't able to find anybody to be able to cure her ailment. That is true. Um, so, the the Roth House is one of two homes in which the Watiska Wonder occurred. And the Watiska Wonder was a spiritual possession that was said to have happened in the late 19th century to a 14-year-old girl named Lorancy Venom who suffered from epilepsy. Mary Lorancy Venom was supposedly possessed for 15 weeks by the daughter of Asa Ross, Roth, and during this time she recognized all of the Roth residents in the house and could even describe the items in their home that would otherwise have been unknown to her. Yeah, uh, so we, we did hear um, a little bit. You mentioned that there were two houses involved with this. Yes, and the other we- one's like six blocks away. Right. And actually, we had a local tell us that it was torn down. So uh, it's not there anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, so the Roth House is all we got left. It's all we got left. Uh, so the film The Possessed in 2009 tells this story. Today, the home is open for ghost tours by appointments. Uh, it's also an Airbnb. Yeah, you so can you actually could, come stay here. Yeah, you could rent it out for the night. And if you look on Airbnb, the rates are very good, actually. Totally affordable. Totally affordable for like a weekend getaway. Uh, Mary Roth was prescribed leeching by the doctors, but it didn't help. Uh, So instead, she kept the leeches as pets. You know, I wonder if George Washington did that. Uh, Probably not. Remember when we did the George Washington episode? I don't think he He kept them as pets. Leechings. On July 16th, 1864, around nine in the morning, Mary went into her backyard and cut her arm deeply with a knife. Due to blood loss, she fainted. She wouldn't wake up until 2 in the afternoon. So that happened 9 in the morning, so to 2 in the afternoon. And when she did, she was so wild that it took five men to hold her down. Now, it was after that that she started to have some uh, special abilities, right? It was, yes. Uh, This was especially surprising since she was a young woman who barely weighed 100 pounds and was weak from blood blood loss. Right, so why would it take five men to... Well, when you're possessed, I mean... I mean, I guess that's what happens. Uh, So after one of Mary Roth's fits, she couldn't see, feel, or hear normally. She could see with a blindfold on, though. And Mary Roth could read the encyclopedia while blindfolded. A newspaper editor from the Danville Times, which Danville's pretty close to here, uh, came to write a story about Mary Roth and decided to test her. He had with him a sealed letter, kind of like uh, Johnny Carson used to do, <laughs> and asked her to tell the him <laughs> who sent it to him. She was able to do it with no problem, and her local pastor, as well as her own father, tried to trick her, and every time she was able to read what they had asked her to. Wow. And the last pat fact I have for you is that Mary Roth died at the age of either 18 or 19. Okay. So very, very young. Very young, yeah. But I guess she had the opportunity to return in spirit form to help heal. Allegedly. Rancy Venom. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Uh and uh it's it's pretty amazing to to think um you know Rancy also uh I believe had some of those special abilities for a time as well. It's time for a spooky tale from Rebecca. So, Rebecca, you just went into the Roth house, right? I did. I did. I'm, we're so excited to be here today. Uh, and I just took the tour. It was very fun, very well organized. Uh, and the best part is it's not just a tour. You also get to do your own paranormal investigation as you go through the house. Wow, that's that's awesome. And Jack was one of your tour guides, right? He was, yes. Did Jack. he know everything? Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. That's he... <laughs> Jack. He, he knows everything about everything. So, uh, yeah, if you um, have heard the story or if you haven't heard the the story um, of the Roth house, when uh, when you're upstairs, you get a chance to tour uh, all the bedrooms. So the Roth family built this house after uh, Mary Roth passed away. Um, and so you do get to see the bedrooms of her parents. So uh, Asa and I believe Lillian. Uh, and uh, I have to say when I was in Lillian's bedroom, that interestingly is where I felt the most connected. What do you, what do you mean by connected? So Rebecca? it felt like a very peaceful very positive energy. Um, I think some of that might be the way that um, the, this house has been so beautifully restored to its original state that it really felt like I was in the room with her. Uh, and again, it just felt peaceful and calm. And while we were in there, we got to record using our EVPs. Oh, nice. Yeah. So while we were doing that, we uh, asked if there was anyone in the room with us. Um, we asked if she was happy to have people here. Uh, and, um, uh, and you know, if she, you know, was um, happy to, to, to have had all of the spiritual um, connection um, in her, in her home. Um, and I'm going to have to go back and listen because here's the great part. They email you the EVPs that you record. Oh, wow. I've never had that. Yeah. So I don't know what they said, but honestly, we could see it going and recording and someone talking when there was no one talking. So I can't wait to hear the recordings and see what the answers were. So walk us through what the tour was like. Yeah. So you start upstairs uh, and you get to, again, see those bedrooms. So um, the third bedroom is um, Lorancy venom well, it might be the third to you but it's the first to me oh okay sorry <laughs> it is the first yes uh no and so it's interesting because so you we had this discussion earlier and you know mary roth did not live in this home or did she Ooh, Ooh, spoiler alert right because mary roth's spirit possessed laurency venom or um Rancy. Rancy. Yeah. Rancy. We'll say Rancy. It's a, that's her nickname. Um, and uh, so in a way, Mary did live in the house. 
in oh, my opinion. <laughs> okay, so you were you were upstairs. You looked yeah. at the bedrooms. What did they look like? Um, beautiful yeah. four post. Well, well, now Rancy's room is more of like a sitting room now. Okay. So there was a sofa in there, and again, just just beautiful furniture. Um, and then the other two are bedrooms. Beautiful four poster beds. Uh, and, wonderful. And what's crazy is this place is is on Airbnb. Yeah, you could you stay could, here. You could rent it out for the night. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, and All then right. we. So then you went. It went to the, the upstairs, first floor first upstairs floor. to what? through the kitchen. Okay, so what secret can you tell staircase. us about the oh secret staircase? Secret staircase oh, my through God. the servants' quarters. Oh, yes, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, we went downstairs, and then Jack uh, gave us some um, some information. Um, that is the front room is where they would hold seances. Oh, interesting. There's a beautiful piano in there, and uh, we did ask it to if anyone could play. Um, a note on the piano. Unfortunately, nothing, nothing I, did. But I'm I hopeful. I could probably figure out how to play a note on the piano. <laughs> well, we wanted a spirit to do oh, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> you don't want a skeptic to do it. You want a spirit. We to want do a spirit it. to do it. Um, but we did. We we got a chance to uh, to t- to ask questions there. So I'm excited to see if we get any answers. Um, and then uh, there is the uh, kind of the I don't know, maybe the living room area where. You, um, there's a beautiful fireplace. I took a picture of it for you because oh, I know awesome. you're going to like it. I love fireplaces. <laughs> um, and then we get to go in the basement, which is Ooh. a spooky basement where I had to bend over because I couldn't stand straight. <laughs> oh, geez. Because <laughs> I'm too tall for the basement. Now, we've had people that have stopped by that said that they felt ill when they went in the basement. And then Neil said he always feels ill. And he said the exact spot where they felt that way. Yeah, um, it was interesting. So that was with my group. And we went into the room and we um, got the opportunity to use Graveside Paranormal's a very, very, very special spirit box. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That that looks awesome. Uh, and it w- I've seen it in videos, but I had never seen it in person. I've never seen it. I mean, in person. Jeez, I got to see it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, and so we we had a chance to to use that. And I know I heard Roth. I know I heard basement. Wow. Yeah. I again, I took a. A five-minute video. Can't wait to listen back and see what else I hear in there. Um, but yes, th- so there was a woman uh, on our tour, and she left o- almost immediately uh, because she she did not feel right. Um, so that was interesting. And you know what's interesting is she is more of a skeptic than a believer. And yet, and yet, something and yet. happened to her. I don't know. <laughs> Pat, what do creepy stories, funny ghost memes, and inside ghostly information have in common? Um, my life. <laughs> well, yes, but <laughs> no, it's also Ghostly Society on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I mean, that too, of course. I'm, but aren't all ghostly listeners in Ghostly Society? Not yet. What? I mean, that means that they're missing out on all my jokes. Yeah, they are. And missing out on chatting and sharing with other listeners and us, of course. We love talking to our listeners. If you haven't yet, you should consider joining our private group on Facebook called Ghostly Society. Let's hope now they will. Unless they're a woman in white.
All right. We have Jack Chavez with us, who is the man that knows everything paranormal. Like anything you could think of, he knows it already. <laughs> Don't say that. That's not true. <laughs> oh, no. They just heard me talking about the amazing, amazing tour that I had uh, in the house. And you were a big part of that. And so we're really excited to hear you uh, talk about the house, uh, why people should... Uh, take the tour and anything else you want to tell us because as pat says you know everything well i'm excited <laughs> to be here so thanks guys for letting me come on oh no problem we're always excited to have you yeah so uh when did you first learn about the roth house when did you first hear about it because you you said it was a while ago that you were first here yeah i heard about the roth house in i would say mid 2019 uh and that's around the time that i actually conducted a investigation a ghost investigation here oh wow how did yeah. that go so the investigation went really well. Um, I, there was about 10 of us, I want to say, maybe a little bit more. And uh, we were just kind of split into uh, different groups. And um, down Kind of like they're doing now. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Like how they're doing now. Yeah. Now, did you, when you went into the investigation, did you know the story of the Roth house before you went in? Yes, I did. There was a... Because uh, Jack knows everything. I, I mean, shouldn't on. have asked that question, <laughs> but just curious. There's a book on the Roth house uh, by uh, Troy Taylor. And I did. Read oh, it. yes, there is. Yes. Yeah, I did read the book beforehand. OK. Yeah. He's a great so, author. Author. Right. Yeah. So you told me that you did have a spooky experience when you did do the uh, investigation. Yes, I did. All right. Can you tell yes, us about uh, yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited to tell you. Pat. <laughs> I'm excited I'm to excited. hear it. <laughs> I, I love your skepticism. <laughs> uh, no, you, you know what? I'm not being sarcastic. I, I do like your skepticism because it's it's refreshing in the paranormal. It really is. Sure. Um, I I do believe that people experience something that uh, that is unexplainable, but I do kind of take a skeptical approach as well. Yeah, you kind of have to as an investigator. You you do you yeah. have to you know. Um, but I yeah I I appreciate both sides. You know what I'm saying? Sure. sure. That, that's why I listen to Ghostly. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And but, you uh, call into Bob After Dark like every week. Too. Every week. Yeah. At like <laughs> at like right when he's about to go off air, you always call in. That's, yeah. That's yeah, just joke. mess with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's why you guys got to do a live show all the time. Oh, <laughs> man. You know? Come on. So no. did you have anything that you were hoping would happen? When Wait, you came to investigate, to oh, that's right. Well, you okay? Yeah. I was trying to take yeah. us back to the beginning. <laughs> no, let's go to the spooky. Okay, we'll go right to the spooky. Well, I so no, I never expect anything from a ghost investigation. I always compare uh, ghost investigating to wildlife photography because, mm -hmm. like wildlife photographers, you have to sit in one uh, place for hours. Uh, you, you you don't get to move around I'm, a lot. I'm really good at that. There you go. I there can sit in one place all day. Yeah, the couch. Yeah, the couch. Yeah, <laughs> the with couch. the remote. Yeah. You know, I have to have the remote with me. That's my th that's my investigation equipment. And chips. Oh, you have to have chips, oh, there you go. man. They, and coffee. You have to. And coffee. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, uh, chips and coffee goes good with uh, paranormal investigations as well. Ah, that's Absolutely. true. That's true. So, um, so yeah, uh, I I do compare it to wildlife photography because mm -hmm. both of them. Hours could go by, days could go by, where you get nothing amazing. Uh, but yet, when something does happen, it's it's amazing. It's yeah. uh, you know, you know. So that's what happened at the uh, at the rough house. Um, when uh, we started the investigation, um, I started up upstairs, and they were conducting a seance downstairs. 
Now, if there's any aspect of the paranormal I'm more skeptical of, it's seances. Ah, uh, yes, we were just we were just at one recently. Yeah, you did a um, we did a whole series on it. Yeah, you did also a show on um uh, Houdini. Yes, yes we, did. we did. And yeah. I'm a big fan of Houdini. I really appreciate what he was doing. Oh, yeah. He's the biggest skeptic that there's ever been, I think. Yeah. yeah or one know, of. Yeah. I, I have a theory of skeptics, Pat. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think skeptics um, want to believe. I do. That's, yes, that's why they're yeah. skeptical because they want to wade through the um, everything that's false and to get to the core of, tr- of the truth. That That you is know? true. I, I want all of that. Absolutely. But I, I want something to scream out and be like, nope, this is real. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't as know about listeners that. of Ghostly know, Pat has actually had the most paranormal things happen to him out of pretty much anyone I know other than you, Jack. So, That's usually and yet he's still Jack, skeptic. Jack, Jack has been beat on that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so okay, you're what, upstairs. So they're doing the seance downstairs. So somebody comes in and they say, hey, you know, they're getting results in the seance downstairs. And I said, Okay, you know, I'm a little bit skeptical, but okay, yeah, let, let me go check it out. So as I'm descending down the staircase, um, I see there's about six people or so around the uh, around the table, the round table. They have their feet flat on the ground. They have their fingertips on the table, uh, as one does during a seance. And I not only see them, I see the table actually shaking. Now, I'm a little bit skeptical, <laughs> right? So I'm like, sure. what's going on here? I mean, Houdini was at some seances like that. So, right. Yeah. And just like Houdini, I wanted to try to disprove it. Now, keep in mind, I knew everybody at uh, the investigation. They were colleagues of mine, and I've worked with them before. So I didn't suspect foul play so much, but maybe something they uh, was going on that had a more earthbound explanation. Sure. So I go to the table, and it's shaking. So what I do is I go around the table. I walk around it because I want to look at everybody's hands. I put my face right by their hands <laughs> to see. You if wouldn't do was... that nowadays, though. No. Well, with COVID and everything, that's oh, probably see, not a I good see. idea. right? Yeah. Well, you know, you have to be brave. <laughs> so um, I put my face right by their hands uh, to see if they were accidentally shaking the table. Yeah. I didn't see that. I went under the table to see where their feet you, and their you legs went were. under the table that they were doing. Yeah, the well, I ducked down. Now, I, now, did the they visuals stop the of this story this are or? priceless. No. Okay, yeah, right. It is totally. <laughs> no, 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 nobody, because everybody's eyes were closed. Oh, I should okay, say. gotcha. Okay. So they couldn't even see what I was doing. Okay, I was gonna say I would be a little freaked out if you <laughs> no, came no. over by my hands and then went under the yeah. table and stuff. No. Um. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, you lost my channel. Okay. <laughs> so I went, I looked under the table and no, there was no shaking of the legs. Wow. Their feet were flat on the, gr- on the ground. So their knees weren't doing it. No, their knees weren't wow. doing it. It was no uh, shaky leg syndrome. And <laughs> uh, their, their hands were steady, but the table was shaking. So I walk around it a couple times. I inspect it. I couldn't find a reason why the table was shaking, especially to the extent that it was. So uh, I turned to uh, somebody that was there, somebody that was standing next to me and who had their eyes open. I said, do you see what's going on? And they said, yeah, I do. I don't know what's happening. And I said, okay, there needs to be something going on here. And uh, again, I go around the table, couldn't find anything. So, you know, during a seance, 
if you're not part of the seance, you're not supposed to touch the table, right? You're not supposed to interact. You're also with not it. supposed to be smelling people's hands and, and well, going you know, under the table. Sometimes either, I Jack. get curious, Pat. I get curious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so besides besides smelling their hands, you know, I'm I'm really inspecting it and nothing's happening. But um, you're not supposed to interact with the no, seance. No, you're not. No. And. It's like wet paint, Pat. I wanted, and Rebecca, I wanted oh, yeah. to, I wanted to touch it, you know? So I extended my arm. I put my fingertips on the table. As soon as I do, the table jerks back. Wow. And it hits the medium that was conducting the seance. And everybody's eyes opened, opened, and they said, Jack, did you do that? And I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> it that wasn't was, me. That wasn't me. Well, now they know. And everybody <laughs> whose eyes were open, they, yeah. they you know, confirmed that it was me. So he, they said, no, Jack just put his fingertips on the table. He didn't, he didn't you know, push wow. it or anything. And, you know, it was really kind of frustrating to me, to be honest with you, because when they got up from the table, they said, oh, wow, that was a really interesting experience. I'm over here, interesting experience. <laughs> I go, this was more than an, this was a profound experience. I was just going to say a little bit more extreme than that, right? To see a table shaking. Right. Okay, so how many seances would you say roughly, just a guess, you know, how many seances would you say that you were involved with or around or? Saw. Not as many as Houdini, but I would say, um, I don't know, six, dozen? seven. Six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah, okay. okay. Half a dozen, I'd say. Any okay. others have had, has this happened? No, not, never. Wow. Not once. Wow. Um, yeah, every other seance I was part of, uh, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary happened. So do you think it's the Roth house? You know, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. Yeah, because, mm. uh, yeah, I mean, well, okay, as the believer, you know, it could be the Roth house or it could be the people that were there that night doing the seance. Maybe they have an energy, something that they brought with them, yeah. if possible. Yeah, you're, you're right, Rebecca. That's Ooh. that's a really good um, theory because that's kind of what I was leaning towards, to be honest with you. Yeah, bringing some energy um, in. And it's not that I don't believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. I, I do, but... I feel like everybody's concentration mm-hmm. was projecting some sort of, you know, psychic blast. Yeah, but seemed Pat, like they I were connected. Get your take on this. I want you. Oh to no, try you to don't find... want my take. Oh, on I this. do, Pat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I do. So he did all the investigating for you. Yeah, I mean, these kind of seances, there's, there's always something like that. Um, there's always some kind of moving of the table and microclimate stuff. earthquake. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a microclimate. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, I should say, Pat. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Real quick, um, when everybody got up, I wanted to be part of the séance, so I said, "Hey guys, could we do it again? <laughs> Let's do one be part of it." <laughs> and that's what we did. So we we sat down, and but before we start, I said, "Hey guys, before we start, can we actually shake the table ourselves?" I wanted to see how sturdy the table oh. was. So we did it. We sh- we shook the table. And Jack yet- is shaking our table I'm, right I'm now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It did shake a little bit, but it did, it was a sturdy table. It did not shake as much as what I saw. And yeah, of course, I think we, it's the medium, man. We we did carry on with the seance, and yeah. of course, nothing happened. Probably because yeah. I was part of it. Mm. Nothing they happened. were mad at you. Yeah. So spirits. I, I think it's the medium. I think the medium has that set up somehow. Do you know the medium well? I do though. Yeah. I know her personally, uh. and um, I've been in other seances with her, and um, nothing happened. Mm. Um, but if it was the medium, let's just say you know it was, but how? Would she have? Because I saw her even get up from the table. I saw her walk away from it. Is the table in there right now? No, that you were at? No, it so was. That's the thing. That's where yeah. I get skeptical. It's like, 
where did this table come from? Did she bring her own table? No, it was a bit, it was part of the house. Oh, okay. So we got to ask John what happened to that table. That's a good question. We <laughs> yeah, should ask exactly. him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't really know what to say. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything. I wish you were there. I wish I was there too. <laughs> I was gonna say he's, he's, his his answer is going to be I wasn't there. Hang on. We were just at a séance <laughs> yeah. with um, Mahela. You know Mahela, right? Yes. And um, yeah, I don't know. She was she was yeah. picking on me a lot. Uh, but yeah. I'm like, as she does. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that's. I think she was feeling, she's feeling connected. Like, I want to <laughs> prove this to this guy. And I don't <laughs> right. know if she did, really. So, right. Jack, what else do you have going on besides being here at the Roth House all day? Oh, I, I, I do have a lot going on. Um, let's see. I did uh, do a documentary with uh, the um, Seth Breedlove, who is a... Um, I heard, yeah. Documentaries on... Um, he runs a company called Small Town Monsters. Okay, oh, cool. And he does paranormal documentaries. Oh, interesting. So he interviewed me on the um the the so called um Lake Michigan Phantom or the Chicago Phantom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't whoa. know about this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Chicago Mothman. Oh, Chicago Mothman. Sh- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bob's the Chicago Mothman. Right. Yeah. On, yeah. It's a documentary yeah. on Bob. Yeah, on Bob. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the life and times of Bob. And you you're also writing a book, right? I am, yeah. How um, close are you to being done with this book? I'm about halfway. Halfway, okay. Yeah. Well, he's busy. He I, is I, busy. He's the busiest man I know. <laughs> Bob, Bob um, from Bob After Dark always gives me. Uh, he always. What do you say? Um, he gives Bothers me gives you, you stuff. Gives you trouble. Gives me stuff for <laughs> for not being done with the book already. But I told him, I go, Bob. You know, do you know how much research goes into yeah, writing right? a book, especially mm. to do it right? You yeah, know? exactly. You can and, give your opinions, but I know you're not about that. So no, and um, I'm trying not to give too much of my opinions in a book, and that's yeah. hard. It is very hard. Some of my opinions is going to be in there, of course. But I've interviewed seven people already, and. <laughs> Interviewing people and finding a schedule is not easy. Wow. And I'm trying to interview more people. Sure. And I have an interview coming up with a professor as well. Oh, great. Um, so I should probably say what the book is yes, about, right? definitely. Yeah, that's, so I'm dying. I'm the the dying book is about a little known aspect in the paranormal called crawlers. Crawlers? That sounds like super creepy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's an internet created uh, name. It's not an internet created um phenomena okay now is this cryptid or is this a ghost what so is this? it's a cryptozoological animal okay or creature or maybe it's not crypto encrypted maybe it is an intelligent being we don't know sure but what crawlers are they are creatures that are said to be anywhere from six to uh seven feet tall uh they're usually described as pale emaciated looking um, besides that part, I fit that. You know, I'm I'm six foot one and Pat, are you a crawler? And I'm a little pale. Maybe I'm a crawler. I don't know. <laughs> They're also described as uh, usually hunched over, crawling on all fours. I hunch is over that a you, lot. Pat? It is me. I think. Oh, I think man. I'm. I think I need to be in your book. Uh, I'm writing a book on I Pat. think you're you just are. jealous of Bob being Mothman <laughs> yeah, and you're trying desperately trying. to become something yourself. I want to be a cryptid so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, uh, that's the you know they're described as as hunched over. That's why they're called crawlers because they're usually seen like crawling on all fours, but they could stand upright as well. Wow! But when they stand, they're usually like uh, knees bent, kind of hunched over. So um, like, would I know that this was something different if I saw this, or would it just look like really skinny person? Yeah. Um. So some of my witnesses, some of the witnesses, you know, let me say, I never want to say 
my witnesses. Okay. Because there are they pe- are just witnesses. They are just yeah. witnesses. Yeah. People in the paranormal like to claim witnesses as their own, as if nobody has, yeah. you know, uh, a connection to them or, or could get to them. But no, they're they're witnesses, I should say, just yeah, witnesses. Absolutely. Um, the witnesses that I have interviewed, um, especially one of them said that they thought it was a person that was on drugs hiding oh. hiding uh, behind tombstones. But when they as, saw, as one druggie would do, as as, well, as they do, hide <laughs> out in uh, cemeteries, yeah. yeah, yeah, to do their <laughs> drugs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I would. Right? <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do it, you know, it's, <laughs> there yeah. you go. Um, but they realized that it wasn't human; it was humanoid. Once it darted away from behind the tombstone and darted away, uh, the uh, graveyard. Oh, it's like the wow. way they saw it. The right. crawling or whatever instead of running or instead of like a person would right. run. The, uh, yeah. It was more like a uh, a galloping they described. Ah, right? okay. I gotcha. And that's how a lot of people describe it as more of a galloping. So on all fours. On all fours. But humanoid very, though. Yeah, very okay. pale, wow. uh, grayish, whitish uh, skin color. And um, sometimes they describe it as no face or wow. that you... And I even asked them, when you say no face is it because their face was turned away and a couple of people have said no I, I couldn't make out any facial features granted this was at nights all these uh sightings have been at nights mm-hmm. that i've interviewed people so far with um so maybe it was just dark and they couldn't make out features but they have described it as hairless and wow. uh very little to no facial features interesting where where are they located at like now, where are they seen? Because yeah, I'd say that's what I was wondering. Where are they time, often seen? A lot of times it's in rural areas. Okay. Um, a lot of them I are in the Midwest. So like mm. like here. I was just gonna say, like exactly, where we are yeah. right now today. Wow. In Watsika, <laughs> Illinois, yeah. I haven't I haven't interviewed anybody from Watsika, Illinois, but I wouldn't be surprised. Wow, interesting. <laughs> um, some of them have been near caverns or near uh graveyards. Now I wanted now the sightings really kicked off in twenty, the mid two thousands, right? Okay. Now there is a film called The Descent that has scariest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a pretty good movie, or one I've of never the scariest. Seen this movie. So what it's about is about uh, these six um, uh, female friends that decide to go spelunking. That which, by the way, yeah. I mean the second half of the movie is scare is is terrifying with those creatures, but. Um, the first half with them actually splunking, like in the, yeah, the, um, the, yeah. the, the claustrophobia of exactly. that movie is terrifying. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> that you know, alone is just scary. That would have been enough, but then it gets crazier. Yeah. It's been described as, you know, what Jaws is to people in, in the, the water. Yeah. yeah the I have water. no interest after seeing that movie of you going know, in any what, cave ever. That's <laughs> what this movie does for people going spelunking. Wow. Um, so, uh, in the course of the movie, they realize that they're being followed, and it turns out uh, I'm not giving away too much. Don't worry. Yeah. But oh, they are yeah. they are being uh, followed by creatures that may or may not have evolved humans that may or may not have evolved uh, in the caverns. So you're saying that these are similar. So these the creatures in the movie uh, bear a striking resemblance to what a lot of people have witnessed uh, in terms of crawlers. Interesting. So I wanted to see if there were, you know, 
sightings prior to the movie and sure enough there are there are sightings prior to the movie and i ask all the witnesses have you seen the movie the descents mm-hmm. and i've gotten uh a mix of um of answers sure some of them have some of them have only heard of the movie but never saw the movie and what do they think and the people that have seen it compare it? they all of them have not made the connection between okay. the movie and the sightings huh, interesting. and then there's even um people that have never never even heard of the movie i've never heard of it yeah so maybe i've seen crawlers i don't know so the angle i'm taking in the book is is it possible that art bleeds into our reality or what's in our psyche bleeds into arts? I was going to um, say the, con- the uh, what is it? The consciousness, the whatever. Yeah, that the collective, collective unconscious. Collective unconscious. Thank you. So, yeah, I'm That's glad you phrase. brought that up, Rebecca. <laughs> because because- it almost sounds like the grays a little bit, too, if we're going to get real. Yeah, like, like cryptid alien connection today. with the grays, right. <laughs> So I'm wondering if, um, you know, the psychologist Carl Jung, he uh, coined the term collective unconscious. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's our individual conscious, right? And then mm-hmm. there's the human conscious. You know, all our um, consciousness are part of this collective, you know, quote unquote soul, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, he, Carl Jung, believed that perhaps that's how a lot of inventions take place. Because let's take, for example, the steamboat. The steamboat, when it was invented in the United States, was also invented elsewhere in the world around the same time by individuals that had no knowledge that the other person was creating the steamboat. That is true, yeah. So is it possible that um, that that's what happens with uh, arts? And like vampires and stuff like that, they've been all over the world at the same time, but um, sure. before people were able to communicate like like we do now. Dragons as well. Dragons, yeah. Uh, the idea of, of reptilians or reptilian yeah. people, you could find that all over you know, myth- mythology yeah. across the world. Uh, fairies. Um, is it possible? The fae, yeah, Bob's really scared of the fae, by the way. So. Is he? I know that. Is oh, he? yeah. He, oh. Keeps a, he keeps a lead pipe by his, by his bed <laughs> or an iron pipe by his bed just in case he you know, comes in contact with them. Well, you know that that's not going to make them happy. You know that. No, that's why he does it. I, <laughs> I think, think you need to have a conversation, an intervention. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. Next time you call in, yeah, with the dolls too. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and and telling sure. us your experiences. We definitely got to get you on again. In fact, I want to talk to you off air about an episode we're going to be doing that I want you in. Uh, but in the uh, meantime, uh, what's your? Do you want to share an Instagram or something people can follow you, learn yeah. about what you're doing? Yeah, Facebook, so I, whatever. I do have a website called uh, ParisChicago.com. Okay. Um, it's under construction, but it'll be up soon. Um, I also run a Facebook group called uh, Paranormal Chicago. Absolutely. We're part of it. So that's a really good group. And, and then, you post on there all, all the time with some great stuff. Yeah, I try to. I try yeah. to keep it updated. And then uh, the documentary I did with Seth Breedlove, that'll be out December 7th. It's going to be called On the Trail of Lake Michigan Mothman. Wow. Nice. Can't wait. Yeah. Whole documentary about him. <laughs> about Bob, <laughs> Bob Anderson. Yeah, yep. Bob Anderson. Well, thank you so much, Jack. We Thanks, really guys, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. it. Listeners, did you know there's a way to share with the world whether you're hashtag team believer or hashtag team skeptic? Or for those who need it, hashtag team the middle. 
It's our store called Ghostly Gear. Yep. And we even have custom ghostly designs like Microclimate or even the Easter Island Massacre or of the Ghostly logo. Just visit our Ghostly Gear store right on ghostlypodcast.com to order your t-shirt, hoodie, mug, mask, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we got it. Um, they just need to visit ghostlypodcast.com and click on Ghostly Gear to order right on the website and send us any ideas that you have for new merch. Exactly. Order your merch today and send us a pic of you in your ghostly gear. All right. So who are you? Heidi. Heidi. Uh, nice to meet you, Heidi. Uh, so you came up to us and you said you have a spooky story to tell us that happened in the Roth house. Yes. While we were in the basement listening to the is it EVPs, uh-huh. and, uh, um, they actually said my name, Heidi. Um, wow. I thought I heard it twice. Um, my sister did hear it the second time as well. So it wasn't just me. My sister also heard them say my name. Um, also, there was another man there. I'll let him tell that story. But yes, it was they said his name also, but I so, don't want to tell his name. <laughs> so are you typically a believer? Yes, I do believe in spiritual. And have you ever had anything like this happen to you before? Um, no. No. Wow, that's something though. So uh, how did you feel when it said your name? Just kind of like my heart jump a little, you know, kind of like, um, I wouldn't say scared, but like startled. Startled, yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you know the story of the Roth house? Yes. So, yes. I mean... Like the owner of this place right now says it's a very peaceful place mm -hmm. and he is into the spiritual side of everything. Mm -hmm. so. And um, my husband and I were actually married in Lorenzi Venom's yard. Oh, wow. Over by the high school here in town. Oh, so, so you're a local from around yes. here. Yes. Uh, oh, Scott awesome. Anderson owns that home and we got married. My husband and I got married there. Wow. And you knew the history before getting married there? Yes. I've read the book Watsika. A couple of different times. Oh, yeah. The Watsika Wonder yeah. or something like that? Yeah. My yeah. grandmother actually loaned me the book to read, and then I checked it out again from the library when I was older. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for coming by and telling us about your spooky story there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> we have some guests. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, guys, what are your names? Hi, I'm Miranda. I'm Cody. Cody and Miranda. Yes. Okay, nice to meet you guys. So we're here at the Roth House, and you just went in the Roth House? Yes. So do you know the whole story behind the Roth House and everything? Yeah, they did it a couple times for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're really good about it. Nice that. video up there for, for everyone to watch. Oh, wow. So you... Okay, oh, so you grew so cool. up here, and then you moved away, and you came back. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Okay. So did you hear the story when you were in high school? Yeah, Okay. And what about you, Miranda? You didn't... I'm from Chicago, and okay. we just got invited out, and I thought it was a cool experience, so I decided to come out. Yeah, nice. it's such an interesting story, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's so peaceful sounding, you know. I mean, when you get past the Mary Roth stuff and you go to the Rancy Venom, it's really peaceful sounding, and man, I'm really glad that the family felt like they had their, their child back for a little bit. So tell us about your spooky experience in there. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, so while we were in the family room, um, okay. we were starting to talk to some of the spirits and the, the thing was starting to light up. As okay, we and is this the room with the um, fireplace or with 
both rooms. Okay, both rooms. Both okay, rooms where they did this, where they did the seances yeah. and the room with the, uh, with the fireplace. Okay, and so th- so it started to light up. Yeah. What kind of questions were you asking? Do you like us being here? Oh, it didn't blink. Oh no! Do you want us to leave? And it lights up. That's not good. (laughs) So, how did you guys feel during this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we wow. We didn't even expect it. We thought it was just going to be like a regular tour. We didn't think we were going to do like all the other stuff. Sure. So we, we were like kind of really surprised and like really excited for it. Yeah. You know, I will say Graveside Paranormal, they do a great job when you go on a tour with them. It's really more than just a tour. You get to be the investigator and that's super exciting. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to hear then what you guys got yeah. on your EVPs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Oh, and that's exciting. We, when we went to the basement. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had, we had quite a good conversation. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Recorded. Yeah. Wow. What's the, do you remember the name of the spirit box? You said it earlier. I, I'm sorry. I don't remember. Okay. I'm sorry. But anyways, but, uh, no, the, their spirit box is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unlike a lot of others. It kind of weeds out the extra and mm-hmm. just leaves the... The voices. My, when I was in there, it uh, it was singing yeah. a little bit. Alejandra or something like that, or something sounds like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Except for repeating like one, like just oh. One. And then we asked, like, is there one person here? And then they said many. <gasps> wow. So there's apparently many down there. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was. They said mucho. Mucho. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. So maybe there's some Spanish there down there. <laughs> okay, I am very excited so, now. Yeah. How did you guys feel? You said, Cody. You said you felt excited. What yeah. else did you guys feel like creeped out or anything like that? No. Uh huh. So yeah, nervous. Not sure what to ask. And then you're getting responses. So then you're like, okay, they're listening. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's kind of the thought process of like, okay, is it more than just the spirits in the house? Or are there like other spirits coming in? Sure. Like Drawn. Family members and other stuff mm-hmm. like that. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I never well, the, thought of that. The owner of the house has said that he feels like the house itself has it is its own presence. That over mm-hmm. the years, because of so many people being here and so many things happening, um, that they that the house itself has kind of absorbed some of that and. Yeah, what do you guys pretty think amazing. of that? Oh, there's a kitty. I know. He was down in the basement. With oh, my gosh. I didn't see the kitty in the basement. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. They the name, and they couldn't make out a name of the cat. Right, right. But they <laughs> saw the cat. That's amazing. The cat energy. Well, he's probably used to the cat energy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, well, that's amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming on and telling us your spooky story. We really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks. All right. But we have a, another guest with yes, a we do. spooky story uh, and Pat adjacent to this story. So I'm excited to hear it. I'm going I'm to hear the real story first and then I want right, to hear so Pat's version. you want me version. to talk first then? No, I would oh. like our guest to talk first. All right. Okay. So hi, what's your name? Amber. Hi, Amber. Um, so I heard something spooky happened in the Roth house. Yes, it did. <laughs> okay, tell us. <laughs> uh, we were doing an EVP recording in Mary Roth's room, which was uh, 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 Rancy uh, Venom's room, or, but, but while she was embodied yes. with the spirit of Mary Roth. Okay. Yes. 
uh, I was sitting on the couch and we were doing the EVP recording. I was holding the instrument to do that with and my phone was perfectly behind me on okay. the couch. Okay. Nowhere for it to go, trust me. And uh, all of a sudden, the gentleman in front of me on the couch had asked a question. I don't recall the question. And then next thing I knew, my phone flew off the couch, hit the ground, made a sound, and my heart stopped. Because <laughs> you were like, my phone? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that sounds terrifying. That's like the kind of thing you see in those videos, right? Where things like fly off the shelves. It really did. Well, wow. Rebecca, I was there. Uh-huh. And what do you think happened, Pat? I think the phone fell off because it was a slick surface because it was a leather couch. But um, Leather couches uh, are not necessarily there, there slippery. A, there was a blanket on there. There Ooh, was a blanket on there. The I was in that room. Yeah, we have another confirmation from There's someone else on the tour. We have another witness. Ghostbuster Steve said, uh, <laughs> yeah, it did. So. And, and there is adjacent video we yes. hear. Okay. My friend was next to me recording the window where the other witness was Steve. <laughs> Ghostbuster Steve was uh, sitting across from me and she was videotaping and then I think it scared her why she stopped because the sound right. startled her. Yeah. So. Well, maybe she'll have recorded the question ask- asked we'll as well because yeah. that would be interesting to know what caused such a response. Also, um, they took a picture of, of the mirror and there was a Slimer in the mirror. So, you know, it looked just like Slimer. Another. We, oh, oh did they? OK. OK. <laughs> I was like, because we did have a Slimer looking image recently. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. That was you're awesome. Welcome. I mean, I. I don't know if it's awesome. I hope you're okay. Yes, I I was actually excited that something okay. happened. So you excited to hear the EVPs? I am. That'll be my first time doing an EVP. This is actually my third time here. Wow. <gasps> really? Yes. So have you been here uh, uh, with the Airbnb or with a tour or a pa- investigation? Uh, my friend and I, her name is Casey. We come every October around Halloween and okay. we do a walkthrough every year. <gasps> oh, gotcha. Anything ever happened to you? Like your phone flying off Nothing. the couch? Wow. This is wow. So third time's the charm. Yeah, there you go. Well, now now they're recognizing you, maybe. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. All right. So we have Neil with us from Graveside Paranormal. So you are the originator of this event, the Parapalooza event. Yes. Architect. Yeah, the architect. Yeah. The architect. Where have you done Parapaloozas at before? All right. So we did our first one was uh, at the Irish Legend uh, in Willow Springs. That was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun there. Uh, The second one we did, we did at Chet's Melody Lounge. Um, And that's where we met you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did the seance like you did with like uh, Mahela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to call upon the spirit. The idea behind what we were doing with Parapalooza 2 was I was trying to get like like this is an experiment too at Parapalooza 3. Uh, and I'll get into it. It's just that uh, for Parapalooza 2, what we did was I was trying to get uh, EMF detection. If all of a sudden um, we start calling upon the spirit of uh, Mary, I mean, uh, Resurrection Mary. So there's a lot of Marys. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so many people in white. Right. Yeah. So many people. Yeah. Ladies in white. Nights getting married. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, that, that was what we were trying to do. Is a lot of these things that we're doing is we're doing experiments, uh, like this thing here, because of the idea that this was actually a, a spiritual miracle. They use the word possession, and like we've talked about before, yeah, yeah. is that you know it, not every uh, possession means something demonic. It's not what that is. Uh, we've come across different kinds of things. Take for instance, like Bachelors Grove Cemetery. Uh, I tell on the tours, I explain to thing uh, people that um, at Bachelors Grove there actually is a possession that actually goes there. What it is is back in the 1950s and 60s. People started noticing uh, blue orbs of light bouncing around in the cemetery area, right? Okay. So then what that's going to do is it's going to attract people in. But some of these people who are getting attracted in, they're not uh, going out there with the good in intentions. And what they're doing is they're going out there and they're doing occult-like activity. And sure. when you do things like that, you're going, to, uh, you're going to open up things that you just don't know what to do. You don't know how to close it. So you're going, we talk about the 1950s and 60s, and we're in 2021. So many years have gone by. So Just, just a few. Yeah, just a few, just a tad. <laughs> so what happens is, how I explain it is like a possession starts with an infestation, okay? okay. You have your infestation, you, then you have your oppression, and then it falls into possession. And you also have obsession. So what happened was we get an infestation of all these people who come into Bachelors Grove Cemetery with bad intent. Think of it as like ants to a tree. So all of a sudden, all these ants are inhabiting a tree, and then we get oppression where they're breaking it down. They're breaking down this tree, sure. right? So as they're breaking down the tree and the land is getting worse and worse, then all of a sudden, we're going to open up things that we don't close, and that's where the people start getting attachments. People have come across where, like, they get so obsessed with Bachelors Grove Cemetery. That We've they, met them. Yes. <laughs> where they go back on a constant daily basis and they don't realize, because believe me, I've met them. And because I, I feel certain things, I'm kind of sensitive to certain things and I get ill. I actually get physically ill around certain people. And um, you get ill around me? Uh, we're not that close yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're not that close. We're going to keep it that way we're for a little bit. We're going to definitely keep it that <laughs> way. We're definitely going to keep it. Well, I will say Bachelors Grove is one of the few places where Pat actually experienced something. Oh, yeah? What happened? Oh, it was crazy. So we were um, we were there, and it was it was in the middle of, like, November or something like that. So it was cold. Um, but then... Or it oh, should like, have been cold. Yeah. So, but it was a very warm day. Yeah. When we got there, it was like in the 50s, 60s, and it was really nice. And we were we were really happy to be going in there at that time. And we we spoke with Carl and Wendy. I'm sure you know yeah. oh, Carl yeah. with the K and yeah. Wendy. Yeah, I know yeah. them. Yeah. And uh, they were really nice to us. And her brother got lost in the woods somewhere. Yeah, that recording... We'll see if we ever play that for yeah. people. It's, it's pretty. Uh, it's like a Blair Witch, Blair Witch thing kind of thing on. going on. <laughs> He's like, I don't know where I'm at. Snot's <laughs> coming down his nose. It's, <laughs> it's really weird. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so we were about to leave, and we were by the gates to the cemetery. And so remember, it, it's like 50, 60 degrees, and all of a sudden it got super cold. Where there was a puddle in front of me, and I saw it freeze up right in front of my eyes. Get out of here. Like within a second, it froze and you could see ice just come over it. All right. Let me stop you then. Microclimate. Hold on. Like microclimate. <laughs> Guys, kill me with that. <laughs> <laughs> Is, so did that make you a believer, Patrick? No. That's the thing. He has had multiple paranormal things happen to him in his lifetime. Doesn't change. I'm sure, I'm sure I could rival you with the amount of stuff that I've had happen to me, Neil, and I'm still a skeptic. Really? 
Yeah. It's very interesting. That is interesting. That is very interesting. I have to admit. So how did you get hooked up with the Roth house then? All right. So what happened was actually is that I heard about the story and what I do is I take the team out for a couple of uh, investigations per year on Graveside Paranormal. When they help out with things like this, I put the money that we get from a lot of these things towards investigations. We rent out places. Awesome. Uh, I pay for our room and board wherever we're going to uh, stay. Uh, I never ask for anything from anybody who's part of the team. Uh, as long as you volunteer time, um, we're able to go out there and we're able to enjoy what everybody likes to enjoy, and that's investigate. Sure, so, that's awesome. Yeah, so I make it very simple for everybody, and I buy pizza too, so you can't go wrong. You know? <laughs> Wait, you buy pizza? I buy pizza. I'm buying um, pizza tonight, dude. What? Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, I didn't know that. We yeah. were going to leave. <laughs> staying now. Yeah, we're staying all night for this pizza. <laughs> all night long. So, okay, so the Roth House then. So, so so what happened was is I heard about this, and I said, wow, I, I, I got to check this out. And I watched a lot of the videos, okay? Okay. I always research everybody's videos or their stories and this and that before I walk into anything to see what I'm kind of walking into. And I, I said, I have an interest in this place. And here's the true fact is I came here uh, with Steve to check it out before we were going to um, come investigate it. And I called John and I said, man, this is a beautiful place, dude. I go, you got to let me have Parapalooza here. Huh. And he's like this. He goes, oh, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool, dude. And um, we came out here. We did our investigation. We got up to 15 EVPs at this place. The story itself. Is that like the most you, you get? Or have you ever I, had I've, more? I, I've had a lot like that before. Okay. But when you get 15. Yeah, that's something, right? That, I think it is. I mean, because some people just walk away with nothing. Yeah. And then some people walk away with two or three. Now, did you do the Airbnb thing? Is that how you were able to do this, or did John just? Yeah, let we kind of did. We did, well, we did the 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 investigation one. But what's cool about it is John is so cool here, man. He is. Yeah, is, is that he? Came he's here out, now, right? Yeah, oh yeah, he's okay. around. He's around doing what he does, and um, he came out there with the charcuterie board, yeah. and he had all these meats and cheeses on there. He made this big lasagna. Wow. And I was like this. And it, like I told you, it was just unbelievable, right? Wait, and we're getting pizza tonight? And, and you had lasagna pizza. and you had See, all you're these going meats? Through, and... You're on the Graveside Paranormal Dime right <laughs> oh, now, Oh, okay, gotcha. We're, we're, gotcha. Not, we're not big. I, <laughs> my name's not Zach Bagans, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. If that was I, I would never compare you to Zach Bagans, <laughs> let right, me just say. You know. All right, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> so, okay, so you had 15 EVPs in there, and that's that's pretty high. Yeah, it is, and especially we got disembodied voices on there. We, like I told you before, that we, we actually the evidence that we put on that podcast is not all the evidence. Wow! And we're going sure. to put that together as part of the documentary when we do do it, and when we do it with this group that we're going to be doing here, we're going to combine them. I nice. can't wait. So the people that are here for the overnight, you're going to be doing a documentary with them. Yes, we're going to do it. We're going to do it just like we do with our videos. And I'm hoping that uh, if John likes what we do, we're going to try to do another one in uh, the next couple of months. Awesome. And try to make it really, really fun for everybody. Um, it, we want people to be part of the show. Well, I was just going to say, that's the difference, I think, with your... Uh, I, I was saying this with the, some of the, the people who took the tour earlier, is that for you, it's not really a tour. I mean, you're investigating. Mm -hmm. You know, you get... It's not just... You're not just paying to like have somebody talk at you. You know, for a half hour. No, you're in there. You're getting it, and, and then, like you get you you get the you material. Are the you are the investigator. Yeah. Right. Everyone right. wants to do that. 
So that's what that's the design that we had. I, I've seen other tours and this and that, and, and I'm not knocking anybody. That's it's not a knock. I just know that people want to be entertained. They sure. do. They want to be part of the show. They want that experience. It's easy for someone to just pull up to a place and go, well, this is where Resurrection Mary was, and on such and such date, this is what happened. Hey, I like those tours. That, that's well, my kind of thing right there. No, but you know what? So, Pat, we took a tour uh, in, a, in a town. I'm just going to say that. We won't name any names of things. But it was something where they actually had equipment that they they would use in front of us. And oh, gee, surprise, they got things. But it felt very like, well, this is staged. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they recorded this ahead of time or, sure. you know, they have it planned sure. where when you're doing it yourself. Wait, are you a skeptic now, Rebecca? No, <laughs> no. But 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 you know what I mean? Like it's to have it be perfect every time, you know, when but when you get to do it yourself. Very different experience. Oh, yeah. And that's what I wanted to bring. When we started doing this about six years ago, I explained to Steve my idea. When you go on our tours, we have videos. We show you the evidence before you walk into the place. of. That's We've awesome. investigated every single place that you go to on the tour. We give you equipment during the thing. We actually videotape you throughout your experience, and we put you on our YouTube channel the next following Saturday so that you capture what you investigated and you're able to see. If you caught anything, you're going to see it the next following Saturday on our tours, which, by the way, is tours.gravesideparanormal.com, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, you know, I love the thing where you guys are going to be sending them um, emails of their EVPs. Yes. That is amazing. Who does that? Nobody else. Nobody does. I, you know, and I'm not. I, I'm not somebody who likes to pat myself on the back or anything like that. Really, I'm not. It's just I've always thought about these things, and I thought give people a real experience where they feel like they're really part of something. Don't be just telling them the story and this and that because people walk away. Oh, that was interesting. But you want people to walk away and they go real quick to their emails. And what happens if you did today, Rebecca? What happens if you caught a voice today and you tell Pat, hey, listen to this. And then all of a sudden. I'm, I'm still not going to believe. I'm sorry. No, it's not going to believe. But, uh, uh, but no, it, very, very exciting. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I love that, that uh, people, uh, people can have that paranormal investigating experience. And then maybe they'll be excited to do more, yeah. you know, which so, is great. Today, have you had any paranormal things happen to you in the Roth House? Or no. to, to those taking the tours, maybe? No, um, we've had it where the EMFs have gone off. But once again, an EMF is an anomaly. Yeah. Okay, we can never ever say, oh my God, it's a spirit. You this is 100% never... a spirit. Yeah, right. you can't. And even when you say yes or no questions, you can't really, it's interesting, yes. When you all of a sudden you say, hey, is there a male here with you? Can you make it go red? Okay, it goes red. It could have been a flux in something in the house. Sure, sure. And, you know, we have to take it with a grain of salt, but we also want to enjoy it. But I have to be honest with you. When you saw that video and you saw the video and you've seen the video. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. When all of us on our uh, Anahata Spirit Portal Box, say it three times, Pat. Can you do that? Anahata? We were trying to remember Close it enough. earlier. So I was trying good. to remember yeah. the name. I, I said it perfectly. You did. We so I was all there. excited. I was like, he's got the name. Uh, it's hard so to that's remember. That's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. So when all of a sudden this house here is the Roth house, and who is the father? Asa Roth, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. How many times did it come up? Asa. I heard it that's, when I was see, downstairs. That's when it gets weird. Like we've done things uh, where um, you have actually had a lady who was making direct contact with her mother-in-law mm. and holding a conversation. I think you saw that. Oh, yeah. Video. I've seen that video. Yeah. That is, that is bonkers, man. It is. That is really weird. 
Yeah. Um, is but when you start getting the name Asa and then Venom in an area that you're looking for these things, now you have to really wonder, what am I getting here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I have to be honest with you because I am a sensitive at certain things. Like I always hear something in my left ear. I have not heard anything in the house yet today. I never ever heard anything in the house when we did our regular investigation. I'll never lie to you about anything. Uh-huh. The only thing there, there's something definitely down in that basement. I, I'm not going to lie to you about that. I, yeah, because you said that you get sick every I, time I, you go I, in that one I go, spot. When I walk through the threshold, um, there's something I, I, I can't really explain it, but I've had it happen where I talk to people who, because I've actually met people who are possessed, mm-hmm. and I've, I get that same feeling where I get too close to them and I start becoming dizzy, and I start becoming very, very ill to my stomach. I, I can't handle it. I have to walk away from certain. And it's things. the same kind of feeling. I hate or it. similar. Yes, I I can't handle it. I I I ain't lying to you, dude. I that there. I hate that feeling. It's like you know, if like if you had like a bad hangover. Yeah. You know that that's what that that feels like to me, and I hate the dizziness that happens. With mm. that like I just took four Motrin right now. Yeah. Now tonight though, we're going to be doing something new. Oh, right. If you, you, yeah. I mean, you don't have to give all the details, but just you know, give us a little hint, and then uh, maybe we'll record something after the fact, or, or as we're doing it, we'll see. So, what we're going to be doing tonight, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are going to be doing a thing called the Scrying Box. We built this box. It's based off of a story that I got uh, from a lady by the name of Anna Kane, who lived in Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, these, nice area. I love that area. I actually uh, kind of grew up in that area. Oh, a did bit. you? That's how I met this lady. I've been to the what is it the the niner the forty niner yeah. drive drive yeah. in. Yeah, there? that's a, that's a, some years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. a great place. Yeah, yeah. great. And smoke scrying is where like you call upon spirits to make forms inside the smoke. Uh, now we all know about pareidolia. Sure. And we understand when we look up at the sky. It's a beautiful day out here today. Yeah. I could probably find Mickey Mouse in the clouds, right? Yeah, or Nixon or somebody. Somebody you know? Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't see him. Yeah. <laughs> so we would also, and then there's a thing called psychomantium. Yeah. Okay. Where we call upon spirits in either mirrors or you can use it in smoke. It's. It, I've actually had that at the Whispers Estate where people have put mirrors. They always give out mirrors at the Whispers Estate. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it, because they do psychomantium there. Oh, cool. Uh, so... What we're going to do is we built this box because we want a full apparition. So Ooh. we're going to try to not a full, see if a we full, can, yeah, yeah, full body. Okay. Wow. And once again, I tell you, we try to experiment these things. Yeah, they don't work all the time. <laughs> we don't good, know what's right? going to happen. I mean, well, we're just going to try it. Well, we got to try, damn it. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to try that tonight. And one of the stories is is that uh, these four ladies that call themselves conjurers, uh, they attempted this thing many many years ago. And they called forth this, and two of them went mad, and they died some years later. Uh, the third one, I guess, she just, nobody really even knew what happened to her. Some years later, they, they just lost all ties with the oh, yeah. So Wait, we should leave. Yeah. Is this yeah. what you're saying? So there's three words that I have to say, and I have to say it a, th- a total of three times. But on the third time, I want everybody to say it with me. Okay. Because whatever came out on that day. I think it was 1871. I think it was 1871 in Valparaiso, Indiana. Okay. Uh, it drove these ladies mad. 
Wow. So I'm going, I know the three words. I don't ever say them. I don't ever say them. Uh, but tonight is the night. Okay. Okay. Ooh, awesome. Well, we uh, can't wait for that. Super excited. Well, thank you so much for having us out here. And thank you so much for coming on, Ghostly. We, we always appreciate you. I mean, you're just, you have so much information. I try. I try. Yeah. Our Country House episode is still one of my favorite episodes. And one of our most popular. Yeah. And people, I mean, if you're not from the area, may not even know what that is, but they just, it's such an interesting story. I didn't know what, what Zika was. Oh, you know what? We, I meant to, I wanted to tell you this, Neil. I don't know if, uh, which episode I read it on, but we actually got a listener mail from a young girl. She wanted to remain, remain anonymous, but her father uh, had the hitchhiker story happened to him at the country house Oh, really? where or not the hitchhiker but you know he there was a woman in distress you know he stopped mm -hmm. tried was went to go try to get somebody to come back and help mm -hmm. she was gone wow so yeah. i'm uh, you know that place something about it definitely and they got great burgers they do they yeah. do Especially they do the also have that burgers. oh they got yeah. some great burgers there, man. <laughs> and uh, you know what I really like being out here with you guys today, and we're doing a thing for your kidney foundation. Thank you yes, so much are. for that. You know what? Uh, we got Kylie over there. She's putting together to split the pot. We're going to give that money to you guys at the end of today. So it's going to be at least like what three million? You're thinking three million dollars? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that no, it's awesome. been a super fun event. Um, great weather uh, today, and a little, a, little, a little warm. But you know the clouds are coming in. And it's it's getting it's getting nice. It's going to be nice tonight. Uh, you gave us a shady spot though, so we've yeah, been, we've, been we've been great. Right. We've been having right. a good time. Yep, I'm going to go around to some of the vendors, see how they're doing. Yeah, the vendors and, uh, uh, selling some, some amazing card stuff. Tarot card reader. Yeah. That is awesome. Had a lot yeah. of stuff, good good and stuff we, going on, and, and it's still going on. Yeah, right next to us the are Ghostbusters. the Ghostbusters. I mean, we got Ian Ghostbusters. His dad, Steve, came out here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hope him and his family get better. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. We definitely want that to happen. Yeah. So, once again, I appreciate you guys coming out. Thank All you, right. Neil. Thanks for having us. All right. Boo. <laughs> 